feels like it's been forever. Love how you're just jamming out to the the theme song. Always. You got some mean comments on the theme song. You make my heart break. Burn. <laughs> it sounds better with break, and we all know it. Speaking of break, well, actually, I said we got mean comments on the song. We got a lot of mean comments on our videos. Oh, my gosh. This past week has been insane with comments. It's always... uh. It's always interesting how things evolve from week to week with this. It's so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> They've been coming at you hard this past. Okay. In fairness. We did ask for We this. did ask for it. So thank you guys for doing what we said. Appreciate and it. And coming at Mike. Keep it coming. It's But you, they're being ruthless. Women are more ruthless than men. Yeah. They always are. They always are. They just don't want to tell you. Like, I don't know. I feel like girls are have a much easier time just saying things than guys do. Well, I feel like because guys are scared of speaking their minds now because of society and cancel culture. And girls have the power, right? Yeah, that's true. So if you say something that girls don't like, thank you so much for letting all the women know to stay away from you. That was one of the comments he got. <laughs> yeah, that was one. I got a lot of, uh, I got flamed a lot for this. It was the sex one yeah, specifically that people didn't really like. They didn't like it at all. I, I, look, I'm just giving my opinion. I don't really. It's a free country as yeah. of right now. I know. And we're trying to keep it that way with the 17th episode. Oh, the one sex happens podcast. See, I got it right nice, that time. I'm proud of you. Got it right. <laughs> I know that because this is a very important episode because we absolutely smashed the goal that we had set for the end of 2023. Oh my gosh. It was 8,000. We're now at 8,300. I, I think it's 84. 84? It's, it's literally going up by the minute. Videos are blowing up and our other account. Our fitness account just hit 16K, <laughs> which we hit 10K yesterday. It, it was an old account, mm -hmm. so it had a little bit of a base. Yeah. It, you hadn't used it for a while, right? I hadn't consistently used it in two years. Yeah, it's a long time. It is a long time. And I went through a lot of different phases, I know. But, I mean, you had a pretty, you had a pretty good transformation there. In six weeks? Well, a month. People aren't really believing it, but that video is up to 1.6 million, so I don't really care if you believe it or not. It's just crazy. And if you're not following the fitness account, that's GritFit, G-R-I-T-T-T-F-I-T, Fit. Shameless plug. <laughs> I mean, it's part of our empire. You got to follow it. The health, wealth, relationships. You got the relationships one down, obviously, even though this is more dating. Yeah. Because a lot of people have been like, this is this is relationship advice. Who do you think you are? First of all, first of all, we're just out here in the dating pool 
sharing our experiences. That's all we're That's it. That's all we're we're really both doing. single. Like, we're just sharing. In fairness, though, we're single by choice. We are single by choice. If not, like... Unfortunately. I feel like I'm a little too picky at times. But I had my second date with this guy, Whoa. which Mike knows is a big deal because I don't have second dates he ever. Doesn't, she doesn't. I don't even know the last time. I literally have never heard you talk about a follow-up date. I don't think it's been since I've known you. In I, six I, months? I, every time, that's why you like tell me, oh, I went on a date with this guy. I'm like, oh, was it this one? You're like, no, a different guy. Yeah. Like, wh- what happened to the other one? Uh, <laughs> Done. But, yeah, because I'm very picky on my first date. If I already see things I don't like, what's the point? I'm the same way, though. Really? I don't know if... I, yeah, I was trying to figure out... I was thinking about doing a video on like whether the first date is more important for a guy for mm-hmm. a girl because for me it's it's make or break yeah but i was talking to a friend of mine and you know i told her that i don't give every guy a second date i don't give many guys a second date and she said that's so rude like it's disrespectful to not give a guy a second date because on the first date they're nervous and they're not themselves my issue with that is if you can't be yourself all the time, I don't want to go on another date with you. That's kind of the whole, that's kind of the thing. Yeah. If you're not willing to present, if you're not comfortable enough out there on the first time, like, what the hell What the hell am I expecting to get the yeah. second time? And I don't like wasting time. We all know that. And I'm sure that they're great people, but I know exactly what I'm looking for. Right. And if you're not going to be your, I'm myself all the time now. I literally said, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a... Uh, it was horrible. But he laughed. And we sang in the car together to the radio. Like, our hearts out. We sung our hearts out. In my experience, that's just like a better way to filter out the people that aren't going to vibe with you to begin with. Yeah. You know I what agree. I mean? If I go, especially for me, if I go out there and I'm doing things that I don't normally do just because I'm trying to impress somebody... I'm eventually just going to hate that person because now I'm stuck doing things that I don't want to do. And I'm trying to be consistent for them. And I want them to keep getting that vibe, but it's like I'm not doing the things that I want. Yeah. Bye. This isn't really for me. Sorry. Got to go. Yeah. And And some people just suck. Some. You know? Some. There's a lot of good ones. Always looking for the positive moments. But there are a lot of people that have different uh, standards, expectations. Some just don't have hearts. Are you talking about guys? or? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, like, uh, well, how, well, how do you mean? Like, some guys you just can't get deep with. And I don't want to sit there and like be emotional, but I want to be able to have deep conversations. And if I can't have a deep conversation with you on a first date, like, it could be something stupid about pirates. I need to see your depth of thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you can't think about something stupid like that, how are you going to do it in life? Because now I'm at the point where when I go on a first date, I'm kind of imagining my future. And I'm like, does this person fit in my life? No. On to the next. That's usually how 
I'm approaching it though. I'm surprised that really? a girl that a girl would be approaching it like that. Yeah, that's how I view it. Because I, uh, I, I think for me, what I'm looking at for a girl is this: I, I'm like, is this somebody that's gonna buy in, or is this somebody that is vibing with, you know, what I'm bringing to the table and what I oh. want to do? Or is somebody that's open to trying new things? Something right? that, something that. Fits your lifestyle. Yes. Fits but, your goals. But I'm not really looking at like their their depth necessarily. I mean, <laughs> maybe just from a conversation perspective, because personally, I don't think many women are really good at conversation. They're also not funny. That's why I think the worst dating app is Bumble. It's okay, so bad. I have a bone to pick with Bumble. Pick it. First I of do all, too. First of all, I'm blocked on there. I'm banned. I wanted to use Bumble Friends, and I can't. I don't know why. That's one thing. Secondly, why on earth would we create a dating app where the woman has to message first? It's terrible. What is wrong with you people? It's literally awful. Do you know the messages that I get on Bumble? Like the one you sent me the other night? No, that was Tinder. Oh. That's why that was But men are supposed to make the first move. It's they literally ne- teaching mm-hmm. women that they have to make the first move. Yeah, women always make the first move. It's different. They with o- this. women always it's make the first this. move. Messaging a guy first is too far for a first move. Uh, no, I don't think so. Matching with a guy, there's your move done. Mm. I don't ever message guys first. If it's open both ways, then it. I don't think it really matters. Because even if, you know, say I was on Tinder or something, right? And then I match and the girl happens to message me first. Yeah. I don't think that's making her making the first move. Really? Normally. It could, no girl really has ever sent me a message that I've been like, she's hitting on me. It's more just, hey, how you doing? How's your day? <laughs> I ignore that completely. What? I'm not. If she's gonna start a, you'd rather like the girl that to me that's not. No, well, I don't. That is not a very ladylike. It's not. It's not very ladylike. Yeah, (laughs) I can't even repeat it on here. But if you want, DM me and I'll send you the message. But like, uh, yeah. Usually it's just like, hey, how you doing? That has never worked for me, ever. Where I've bought into that kind of a conversation. Because what ends up happening is now she's leading the conversation. And she doesn't really... I've never met a woman that knows where it's going. That's why I'm saying men should message They know where they want it to go. But they don't know how to get it there. So that's why when I get messages like that, I just completely ignore the how you're doing. And then I just say something. Oh, okay. uh, like whatever I'm gonna say, I I just put it out there. I thought you meant you ignore them completely. No, 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 no. He C- does have a heart, you guys. You were all wrong. Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> hey, use the censor. You guys. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I just it usually it comes across. It's not even like it's boring. It's just. Lame. They don't seem to have game. Not the in, Riz. 
But like when I start the conversation, because then they'll play into the conversation. Because for me, what I found what works is I'm not trying to get to know them really in that initial interaction. All I'm really trying to do is create attraction. Okay. It's like it's like a trying to create that magnetism. You know what I mean? The chemistry. Yeah. You're not gonna I uh, love uh, chemistry. Yeah, but I think chemistry is different than the attraction. Chemistry is like more long term. To me in the initial part, the attraction is what builds it. Right? I disagree. Okay, why? Because chemistry to me is like you only just really hit it off with someone. Mm. That's not attraction. That's chemistry. Like you're having conversations, you're you're thinking similar thoughts, you're doing fun things together, and you're getting along. Let me finish. <laughs> you missed my hand. I didn't say anything. <laughs> you put your finger. Out. That was more for me, but. But that's what I think. I think chemistry is very important on the first date because I think energies match, right? So when you meet someone, they have the same energy as you. You hit it off immediately. That's not attraction. Attraction would be, I think you're hot. Let's see where this goes. And during the date, you're having fun, but you're not, like, in it. I agree with you one million percent. The problem is I can have chemistry with a guy, and I can just completely hit it off with a guy and talk with a guy. I'm as straight as an arrow. What changes the di- – what's the difference? The attraction there's an additional element when you're in a dating context. If I'm going to get a woman to buy into me and be like, shit, this guy is hot. I want to be with him. That's attraction. It's not just chemistry. Chemistry is more like, oh, I can actually like enjoy spending time with this person. I just feel like chemistry. It's important. I think it's different for a guy to have chemistry with a guy than a guy to have chemistry with a girl. It's a different type of chemistry. I don't. I don't think so, because I have chemistry with my female friends. I have chemistry with you. True. And I knew that the first time I met you. But when I'm specifically going into an interaction thinking, I'm, I, I want to try and date this girl, mm-hmm. you have to create attraction as well. Attraction and chemistry are two different things. When you try to combine both, when I've tried to do that, that's how you end up in the F word. The friend zone. No. Or you end up in, yes. What? You, if you don't go, you have to, if you're trying to like actually date a girl. Yeah. You can't focus, at least for for me, as a guy. Mm -hmm. I'm not focused on the chemistry initially. What I'm focused on is creating attraction. She has to view me as a partner, not as a, (laughs) a match. I don't, I don't know how to explain. Huh. Like, there's different elements. I don't know. There's just differences. Like, you have to, like I said, when I get that message, like, hey, how are you doing? Boring. That's something I would, yeah, that's something I would talk to my mom about. Which is nothing wrong. I love my mom, and I love your mom. Hi, mom. But, like, there's nothing... What do you mean, speaking of moms? Finish your thought and then we'll go there. I'm saying there's an additional element. You have to create that attraction. One way or the other, there has to be some other part of it. <laughs> okay. 
What about moms? <laughs> oh, okay. No, I no, get it. wait. I, I understand what you're saying. I think I just view chemistry differently than how you view it. Like, I, I personally view chemistry, like, if you're going on a date, it's a different type of chemistry on a date than as a friend. Which might be the attraction put in there. Yeah. But um, about the mom, how about you start this story, actually? Do a little practice story time. Oh, that mom. <laughs> You're the mom. <laughs> Lucy doesn't want to be a mother, folks. Not yet. Soon. Not yeah. soon. But like I don't know. I got really <laughs> agitated this week, I got to tell you. Because I got a call out of nowhere from none other than my co-host here. So anyways, I get a call to Lucy. She's like, hey, remember that guy I was seeing? We were uh, we were going to go on a second date this week. I'm like, oh, my God, really? She's like, I'm done with him. What? <laughs> but, like, there was no, hey, how, how are you? Nothing. It was just like, that was the initial conversation. And she's like, so I get a call from this guy. We've been on one date so far, and I've seen him. You know, I haven't seen him in a couple of weeks. He calls me out of nowhere. And he's like, do you have a hanger? She's like, I don't. Uh, what? Why would I have a hanger? He's like, I locked, I locked myself out of my car. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and she's like, uh, I, I, do you have a spare key? Like, I, I, my brother works on cars. I can help you with my brother or whatever. And she's like, he's like, oh, uh, do like, do I ask somebody? Like, ooh. she's like, uh, yeah, ask for help. Okay, what do I ask them? Dude. It was what? so bad. Like, figure it out. It was seriously like my child was calling me, freaking out. Like, I thought something was actually wrong. No girl wants to be your mom. I'm done. Like, I can't do it again. I, I can't. He called me freaking out. <gasps> Are you in Tampa? I don't know what to do. I'm at the gas station. Figure it out, bro. I had to send like my brother the, over there. Yeah, but exactly. You're not going to call your girl to fix that kind of problem. Especially, listen, look. Okay, if you were dating for like a couple of years, mm -hmm. and it was like a one-off thing, and you kind of needed a, that's like different. Like, that's different. And then also not to call and be like, Ooh. Freaking out. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, maintain some level of control here. But also... <sighs> Like, what are you going to do in that situation? Do, do you I just, look like I can figure that out? Because the answer is no. It's, it's just no. <laughs> it's not even that. It just shows that you have terrible decision making. Like, of all the people you could have called, you called you. And then you, you know what's even funnier? What? So I wanted a second opinion on this because I, I got to say, the comments were like, you're ruthless, you're this, you're that. So I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe I am. But maybe I'm not. So let me get a second opinion. I get I relay this story to my Nona, mm -hmm. my grandmother. Yeah. And but I framed it a little differently and just said, you know, Nana, let's say you have been dating grandpa for like a month or two, okay? And he calls you out of nowhere. And, you know, he's like, Oh, I locked myself out of the car, I don't know what to do. She's like, she immediately just stopped me. She was like, that would never happen with your grandfather. Because he's a man. Or what? And then I'm like, but, but 
So I kept pushing. I'm like, but, but what if he didn't? She's like, I tell him to figure it out. But like, where are the men? What are you guys doing? Why would, in God's name, would you call a girl with that kind of problem? Me. Look at me. Like, I'm supposed to call him if something like that happens. But you wonder why, and then there's guys that'll sit there and wonder why women have trust issues. Because they call you with this type of thing. Yep. There's a reason that they don't trust you. You're not yeah. capable of doing those types of things. It's not even that. It's like you're sitting there bitching and complaining about something that you could figure out. Then not only is she being annoyed because she didn't want she didn't ask for a child. She asked for a man. So now she's sitting there and she's doing that. That's one thing. Now you're also saying implicitly, my time's more valuable than yours. So you handle this problem and I'm going to sit here and complain until it gets fixed. And I was at the salon. I literally had bleach in my hair. And I said, give me one second. I got to answer this call. And then I had to call my brother. And then I had to get the address. Like, it was a whole thing as I was supposed to be having a relaxing time. It just, it was so frustrating. And, and I understand that it sucks. But it's not my problem. But it's little things like that as to why women have trust issues. It's always the little things with women. Like, we, people say, men especially, say that we ask for a lot. We really don't. When it comes down to it, we just want to know we can trust you. Like, like my date last night, we were walking into a mini golf place, and he looked at me, he goes, oh, why do you have your purse? Here, let me go put it in the car. Took my purse, put it in the car. Carried my phone and ID for me the whole night. It's little, and it sounds like it's the bare minimum, but it's so nice because I don't have to think about carrying my purse. I don't have to think about my phone. I don't have to think about my ID. Like, he's just got it. And when that's taken care of, you don't have to think. And I know we talk a lot about turning the brain off and autopilot. But it's really just you're taking the time to care enough to actually do something small. I think if more men listened to this and they just did those things and they just made women feel that way, they would get a lot more in return. Because when... A woman's able to let her guard down and she's able to trust. You're able to do what you're going to do as a man. You're not constantly fighting for tension. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? And so the more, like, I notice when I do those things and I'm a little bit more in tune, I'm not fighting for control and I'm not being, like, told what not to do. I'm not mm -hmm. getting feedback that's negative. I think, sorry, I just had... I think also that's showing that the things you're doing, it's proof that you actually care about her. And so then when it comes to bigger decisions, she can just trust you because, okay, he's going to do what's best for us because he trust. I can trust him. You I, know what I'm saying? I will say this, though. I think a lot of it, too. So I, I definitely mentioned, like I just said, I think there's a, a lot of weak men today. I wish men were stronger. But on the flip side of that, I think if women were more just trusting of men and just let men do what they do, things would be a lot easier. That's literally, for me, it's literally the hottest thing that a woman can do is just let me lead. Let yeah. me do what I'm going to do. And you fought like guys, we don't hear. I like that you did that. We don't hear. 
I like the way you do this for me. I like the way you hold my back. I like the way you hold my hand. I like the way you walk. I like your smile. Your hair looks good today. We don't hear that. Yeah. And that's okay. We still do what we do. Yeah. But when a girl says that, it builds our confidence in us because that's the biggest insecurity in a man, whether he's going to admit it or not. A, the, a man's biggest insecurity is his manhood and his masculinity. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if a woman is not trusting him and his masculinity and his ability to lead, that's going to erode him to nothing. When he wants a queen, a queen is going to sit there and help him build his kingdom. Yeah. And she does that. By trusting him and building his confidence in himself. Yes. So hearing those things, as stupid as it sounds. It's not stupid. It's not. But those little things are what's going to drive a guy further mm -hmm. to get where he needs to go and where he needs to lead his woman and his family and whatever else and accomplish what he wants to accomplish. Yeah. And especially if you're able to describe to men I've, I've found that if you are able to describe to men in more detail like what they mean to you or things that you appreciate about them it's gonna make them step up and want to keep impressing you that drives me fucking nuts that drives me a lot yeah when i know if a girl says something to me like oh, i like the i like your cologne mm -hmm. okay now i know i want to go buy another $100 cologne. How this literally works is, okay, I'm wearing a $100 bottle of cologne, right? She said she likes it. $100 is kind of a, not expensive, but that's a, that's not like cheap for a lot of people. Yeah. So that's going to drive me to go make more money to make sure I can afford that cologne to make her happy. There you go. Right? Yeah. But it was all because she was able to tell you that that smelled good on you. Like and that's what motivates me. Because I know that it's building, it's building confidence in my decisions and what I'm doing. I think women are so scared of feeding into men's egos that they don't understand that they're actually hurting them by not being kind. Because women, for example, on my date last night, I was sitting there at the bar with this guy. And a girl came up to me and she said, you are the prettiest girl I've ever seen. You are gorgeous. And she just sat there hyping me up. And she looked at him and she goes, I hope you know you're very lucky that she's giving you the time of day. And then she walked away. And he said, ah, oh, that kind of stung a little bit. You know, I thought she was hyping me up at first. You know, trying to make light of it. It happened twice that night, like back to back. And I looked at him and I said, she should have been complimenting you. I mean, look at you. You're hot. You know, I hyped him up and everything changed. Like his confidence just shot right back up. We had a great night. But if I had gone along with him, first of all, never, ever feed into someone's negative self-talk. Ever. No. If someone says, I'm so stupid or oh, I look ugly. No. You stop them and you say, we don't talk about ourselves like that. We don't. Say one nice thing about, about yourself. Say one thing that you love. Because... That's going to start training their brain to stop with negativity. And so me flipping it, if I had said, Haha, yeah, but she was right. You know, I'm, I'm amazing. Look at me. What is that going to do? Like, that's not cool. But flipping it and saying, look at you. Like, you're hot. 
we're out here together. Let's have fun. It's just different. It's totally different. And I, again, I, I think it's funny that the guy said, oh, I thought she was hyping me up. Because guys don't hear that. They don't. Uh, women don't hear it enough either. But I think especially men, it is November, the Men's Mental Health Month. So. Is it? Know, did you know that? Is that associated with um? No. November? No. No, 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 that was like a serious. Oh. (laughs) No, it's okay. But either way, I mean, it's the same thing. It's still like for for men, it's a little bit. It's come up in the forefront now where women are very more much encouraging of women. I think at least out in society behind the scenes. I don't know. Depends on who you surround yourself with. But. Definitely more difficult to find women that have worked on themselves. Even in friend groups? Depends. Again, where you're at. For me, my friends right now, amazing. All of them, like, we stop each other from being negative. And that's something that I kind of brought in. And I would say, stop, we don't do that. And now they're saying the same thing to when, when we invite new girls out. It's kind of like spreading. That, I think, is proper friendship. Ending the negative self-talk. Because you don't want to be around people. The people that make comments like, why are you wearing that? Or stop, like you're embarrassing me. Those type of comments really hurt people. Oh, yeah. Like they destroy them. And then when the other girls laugh or agree, you feel like completely alone in a room full of people. So if you want to be, first of all, liked more and to just be kinder and bring more positivity to the world, which we need. Stop with the negativity. Just stop. It's like the easiest thing. Really is. Literally just practice saying nothing negative for an hour. Mm-hmm. In the in the initial like first hour that you do that, that's an exercise I did that helped me. And it was hard, honestly. Mm-hmm. It really is like difficult to try and reframe on that. It's so but, hard because it's your brain. It's how it's wired. Yeah. But if I say to you, look for yellow cars and you're driving, you're only going to see yellow cars because that's what you're looking for. So you see what you're thinking. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And then negative self-talk, I used to be really bad with it until I would catch myself and it wasn't, Oh, you're so stupid. It was, you just didn't know, but you know now. And it's incredible how active and proactive you have to be with tracking those thoughts. Yeah. Because for me, it was a lot of, catching myself like you said sort of noticing that and then it was really like every time that came up i had to literally like stop in my head and say dude we're cool yeah relax okay and then move on like it was literally that like stop pause go for i don't know month but then eventually it becomes automatic and now it's like you're just clicking and don't get me wrong that self-doubt and those things still creep in but again especially as a man like I said, mm. that is the biggest insecurity that you're dealing with all the time. Because when now you're trying to lead, there's nobody that's going to lead you. Yeah. So not only are you dealing with <laughs> within yourself, you're hearing it from society, you're hearing it from your woman, your family. It's it's ways on men a oh, yeah. lot. And I feel like it would be easier to just kind of <laughs> give up and let a woman take charge. For In a pl- lot of men. 
in part, but is that really what they want? Because I think a lot of the times, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm 27. I'm not that far in my journey. But like, if I if I found myself down the road that I just gave up and was suppressing my masculinity, I would hate it. I would be pretty. I I, I would. That's like my biggest fear, yeah. is getting to the end of the road, and then seeing like, you know. I get this list of like everything I could have done. Yeah. Now I'm sitting there and I've done nothing on it. It's like, dude. Horrible. What? There's just so many people out there that are like that, unfortunately. They don't believe in themselves enough. And a lot of people are raised around people who don't believe in them because they themselves don't believe in themselves. It just breeds more negativity. Yeah. And at some point, you have to end the generational trauma. You have to start over. You need to heal, which is very terrifying. <laughs> to sit with your demons and to honestly like become friends with it and say, okay, like this thing happened. It's been destroying me for years. And instead of blaming it, flip it around. This thing happened. What did it teach me? How am I the way I am because of that? And you start dissec dissecting it, and then you see the good in it. Okay, it sucked, but look at me now. I can share my story with other people. So it's really just flipping it. It's the glass half full. Yeah. And I think more people need to, like, be able to do that. That's why, I mean, I think it's a little bit, it's definitely better than it was. And there's more people out there providing resources and being available. But, like, as much as you can just be, like, Hey, we're here for you. That means more than anything. Just yeah. to know that it's there. Yeah. Like you might not necessarily need it, but just to make yourself available. Yeah. And everybody needs somebody. Yeah. And then to bring this back to what we were talking about originally in relationships, like that's why, you know, there was a couple episodes back where I was like, uh, where I was talking about the driving. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you're in my house and you're this and you're that. And everything becomes, you know, you get whatever you want until my always going left. Why are you doing that? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that <laughs> that is exactly what erodes or triggers that insecurity. Ah. That type of questioning. That's again to taper it down a little bit. Because last time I was like, that's what a guy wants. Don't question me. It's not don't question me. It's believe in me. That's what a guy wants from his woman, okay? Because we will sit there and we will treat you like a queen. But let a king be a king. Treat him like a king. He wants to feel like a man. Let him. Just do it. Yeah. And if women did that, then a guy is going to act like it. And then it's up to you whether you want to live in that kingdom. Mm. And like I said before, it's the other way too. If you're going to be a king, act like one. Yeah. I think it's that simple. That was so good. I'm proud of you. That was a really good explanation of that. Thank you. No aggression. I'm trying my hardest. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even using your hands. I was like, he's trying really hard. But you did good. That was a really good explanation. I tried. I tried. It's so true though. Because I think like... Uh, <laughs> Stuff, I'm serious. And now I'm just like, you know, whatever. 
But like that's a lot. A lot of people will say that, and then like that's the dynamic. That's really because I sat there and thought about like what is that, right? Because mm-hmm. I watched that clip back of me talking, and I was like, I'm right, but I sound like an asshole. So what I'm breaking it down even further and saying is really, it, it, it's insecurity. Every, the root of every issue is insecurity. Oh yeah. Okay. So. For a man to want that and need that in his partner, especially with a woman, when you hear that constant nagging or that constant questioning, that type of thing is exactly what he is already questioning within himself. He's not going to you because he needs sex, he needs this, he needs that. Yes and no. Really, what we want is to feel like a man. That so like, that's ultimately what that kind of dynamic is. That being said, you know. I mean that makes sense though, and nagging. Okay, I used to be the worst at this, oh, but Jesus. I can I can no be way. <laughs> <laughs> I said used to be Mike. What are you implying? Um, growing up because I didn't feel heard. Growing up, and so I would ask the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Because, well, and then nothing would ever come out of me asking. So, nagging. I heard that growing up. That was like how my parents described me as the nagger. And in relationship, what? What? Yeah. What? Nagger is a. Is it a bad word? No, no, it's just very close to one. I did not say the N word. I said <laughs> nag. I said nagger. Everybody. I, I was just trying to gloss over it. I feel like the subtitles. <laughs> the oh no 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 no! Oh my god! I love how people see our videos. Quick segue. I love how people see our videos and they're like, "I hate whoever's doing the captions." <laughs> it's, it's it's just the app, guys. Like we just don't go in and fix it because it gets more views. There's too much. There's, there's too way too much. much footage, and it does get more views. Oh yeah. I kind of like messing with the captions though. I think I'm gonna start messing. I think we just I'm, start I think mixing up words. Yeah, just we should like just start putting stuff that's not there. See what, how people react. Be like, that's that's not what he said. <laughs> so uh, yeah. They'll repost my clip of um one of the h- hottest things a man can do, but it says hardest, and they'll literally there repost was, it and be like, "She's not saying hardest. She's saying hottest." There was a lot of debate. Yeah. In the in that comment section on that video. As to whether you said hot or hard. Hottest. Hardest. I feel like they sound very different. Comment below what you think she said <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube or Spotify. But I highly recommend that you watch on YouTube. Because Definitely. I think it's a... See us. Yeah, come on. Look at the studio. Come on. It's never going to get old. That's the thing. No, it's not. It's really not. Like but... I was going to say, what does get old is nagging, to go back to your nagger oh. story. Well, my first, so I've had two boyfriends, right? And both of them, I was not healed. And I can look back and say that I was not great at the time. I didn't know. But one of the things I would do was nag, because that was what I did growing up. They hated it. No crap that they mm. hate it, because now I sit there I think it's, for me, what I've seen on dates. If I ask a guy to do something or if I say something that I'd like, I say it once 
and I let it be. And then on their time, when they are ready to give that, they'll give it. Instead of expecting it immediately, not everyone is always in the mood to just give. No. So you don't get to just pick and choose when you get things. It's on their time if they're giving you something. You don't get to be entitled. It's funny because that's how the universe works. Like, you could literally tell the universe, I want 8,000 followers on my podcast by the end of this year. And you don't get to decide when it happens, but you're going to get it. That's true. That's the same thing in relationships, I guess. That's so true. If you're calm and you just, but I think that's the thing and you're believing in him. He heard you as long as he acknowledges. That is my biggest thing. Uh, That comes up with me all the time because there would be a ton of things in relationships, right? Where I had, I had previous relationships previous relationships and i'd talk to the girl and it's like the initial dating and she'd be like oh this is my favorite drink or i like this starbucks or something right Mm -hmm. and then it's like all right i'm gonna take you out for like a couple weeks later i'm gonna take you out for coffee okay and then we get there and then she'll go up and she'll order i'm like i wanted to order the drink for you Mm. like i know i know your favorite drink is whatever it was yeah right like, I want to do that. You want to be able to prove that you listen and that yeah. you're doing what. And then I get shit on if I'm like, stand back, I'm ordering. Yeah. Why? I'm not doing that no, because you can't. I'm doing that because I want to. It makes me feel <sighs> like a guy. This is what I just made a video about this. That men, I, I think I told you. Actually, I don't know if I told you. I was putting air in my tire the other day. And there was a car full of guys next to me doing the same thing, and it was raining. (laughs) I did not want to do it, obviously. So I looked at them, and I said, what number is the tire supposed to be at? And they said something, and then a guy walks over. He goes, do you mind if I do that for you? You're a woman, and I feel like a woman shouldn't have to put air in her own tire. I could have said, "Good man, screw you. Like I'm a woman. I'm independent. I can do it myself. Why? In my opinion, men want to get dirty they're like little pig dog things and they just want to run around in the dirt and help you out you know so stay clean wear pink wear your jewelry keep your hands nice and clean this is the thing though you're confident in your femininity that's the most attractive thing to a guy that's masculine mm. they want someone who's confident in their femininity like this is another thing that like I'm not going to plug this person because they're very close to me, but I'm dealing with a situation right now that I have a female that's very close to me. It's if not Lucy, it's not you. (laughs) (laughs) It's not Lucy, but the female that's very close to me and she has a guy that's very close to her that she like likes a lot Mm -hmm. and really wants to go out with, but he hasn't made a move. And she's like, I just want him to make a move. I just want him to do it. But now the issue is she was dating somebody a while ago. Mm-hmm. And the guy that she likes had made a move then and she was in a relationship. So she didn't, she didn't do anything. Now that relationship has ended. They're both single. And she's like, I want him to make a move. I really want him to do it. I'm like, listen, from the guy's perspective, if I'm the guy, that door's closed. Exactly. It, it, it's been closed. You got to mm-hmm. reopen it. You know, like to me, it's already been, it's already been shut off. 
Mm-hmm. You're not willing to, I don't know, the, the best, in that, I think, in terms of analogies, if you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, for me, when I'm the, if I'm the guy in that situation, I need to go knock on the door and hand deliver the letter, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm knocking on the door and it didn't get opened a week ago or a year ago, whatever it was, not I'm not going to go back to the door. Okay. Yeah. Now, if I drive by the house and, and the door I see is the, open, yeah, or the lights are on, maybe I'll go up and knock again. Mm-hmm. But what I basically told my this person was, you have to be at the door ready to open it. Yep. And the lights got to be on. It's like trick or treating. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who? How do you know to not go to a house? The lights, lights are, are off. off. You don't go to a house with the lights off. If the lights are on, hey, I got candy. You got to put the lights on. Yes. I love that one. That was a good analogy. Bang. We're on. That also reminds me of this theory I have of, I guess, I don't know if it's an analogy. I want to leave those to you. But you know in the movies where the guy likes the girl and she's like hesitant, but she gives him some flirting, but it's like, no, it's never going to happen. And it makes him want her more, you know, and try harder. Yeah, yeah. And always, I don't know why this always seems like this, but she'll go and take a shower or get changed and leave the door cracked. You know uh, what I'm talking about? In movies? In movies. I haven't seen, I'm not a big movie guy, but I, I haven't really In a lot this. of romance movies. So like leave That's the door. Why, yeah, I don't watch romance <laughs> movies. They'll leave the door cracked, Ooh. right? And the guy knows, like, I'm not going in there because she's said no, but the door is cracked. And I think that that gives men, like, okay, it's not the end, but I'm going to have to work a little bit harder at it. She's not going to be easy, but the door is open a little bit. Some girls like this, though. You like this, and you've talked about this, though. It's kind of like a game. It is. Because I think girls kind of develop a little bit quicker than guys do, like, in terms of just literal biological age. Like, typically, you're a little more mature at maybe 21 that a guy at 21 is. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm the same dude. But my relationships then, they looked a lot, like the entering an actual relationship, it looked a lot more like her opening the door or laying the bait. Now I'm just taking it. Mm. right? But I think that's kind of just a guy thing is you get older and you mature more and you become more confident in yourself. Now you're getting in the boat and you're throwing the bait out. Like it, it gets different, and you get to pick the fish that you're choosing for, right? Yeah, I mean that's fair. But when you're younger and you're in that kind of dynamic, you're still learning. I don't think it's necessarily emasculating, or it's not. It's it's not. It's not like he's not making the first move if the door is open. Exactly. Right. You left the door open. What's well, creating that attraction? Like you said, it's building up that mystery. That excitement, like what's going to happen, what could happen, you know, and that's going on as you're getting to know each other. It's a different part. And we say it's a game, but like we've talked about before, it's not a bad thing. It keeps you both entertained. You're both having fun. No one's being rude. There's no one slamming a door in your face. Hopefully. But it's it's fun. It's I hate this word, but I can't even say it. Say it. Oh, I said it. You didn't say it. Sexy. Yeah. What is that? 
clapping? <laughs> no. All right, you know what? We're just going to go with it. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I think. I don't know. It's hot. That's what I'm saying, though. You got to create some level of attraction. To me, I think the chemistry is maybe built. Again, I think we're just putting different labels on different things, but like that kind of like yin and yang, you guys just connect, there's good conversation, all those types of ideals, those values, those things line up for you. You discover that over time. And I think it's good because they change over time. Yeah. Right. So are you on the same path of development? Which is huge. Yeah. But in terms of dating, when you're dating and you're trying to get that initial thing, it's about the attraction. Oh, you're yeah. trying to create that magnetism. Because that's why people are like puppy love. What is that? That's attraction. Mm. So as much of those principles you can keep going. Do it. Do it. That's uh, it's helped me a ton. Yeah. Being able to like learn how to apply attraction in a relationship over time keeps things fresh. Definitely. And I also think you need to know when to step away because a lot of attraction is created in absence. So when I'm hanging out with a guy, I'm I'm sitting there, I'm enjoying my time, but when he leaves, I, I kind of miss him. You know, I'm thinking about him. And it's the same thing for guys. I don't know. From what I've seen, if I spend too much time with a guy, you know, like, I don't need that. But if it's short times that are great and then you're leaving, do your own thing because guys love when you have your own life, they're going to be thinking about you. In terms of attraction, yeah, I, see, it's different, though. I'm not thinking about you in the sense of, like, I miss you. Mm-hmm. When, I'm you o- when I'm off and I'm doing whatever, I'm thinking about the girl as a motivator. It's like it's pushing me. Really? Yeah. I'm I not, love I, that. I, I don't think about, I don't miss women. I don't miss my girlfriend. If I'm dating somebody, right, and I'm not with them, I don't miss I don't miss them in the sense of like I'm longing for you. I, I a little bit, maybe, or for other reasons. But <laughs> I, that's really not the primary thing. For me, when I'm away from them and I have that alone time, and I'm working on my things like I said and for me it's I'm building my vision. Mm-hmm. Okay? But when I'm away from you, now it's reminding me. People always say, th- when, when it gets tough, think of your why or whatever. Like, what is pushing you? Might be a girl. That's a good thing to push you. Yeah, and I'm not saying, look, listen, th- there's a lot of guys that will be like, oh, you're dumb if a woman's going to motivate you. or you're, you're a simp. You're a simp or this or that. Absolutely not. Where you're a simp is where you let it crush you or you don't move on. Okay. There's absolutely nothing wrong with working hard because you want a woman. I do that. I've done that a million times. Yeah. And it's helped. I've gotten further because of like I've wanted to do it for that. Where I messed up earlier would be like, oh, I did all this work and she didn't like it. I'm a piece of shit. Mm. (laughs) That's that's what messed me up. That is not true. Okay. It's just it wasn't the right thing. And that's fine, but that's the difference between, like, motivation and doing it for yourself, right? Because at the end of the day, even though I was using maybe a particular woman as the motivation, what I'm really 
working for is that vision of the partner that I want. And yes. eventually, I'm going to get it. Yeah, because that's what you're working for. Right. You're not so working for that particular woman. You're working for the woman that fits your dreams. Right. And if there's a woman there at that particular time that is pushing me towards that, your absence is what I'm using for fuel. Mm. It's not in like a, like I said, it's, it's not it's not in a longing type of way. But I do think, I think spending too much time would just make me, it would make me complacent is really what it would do. And also, like, I can't really be around people. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, let's be honest for two seconds. If we had to spend, like, a week together, 24-7, we'd kill each other. Bloody murder. We'd kill each other. Yeah. But when we see each other once a week, it's great. It's the same thing with my family, my siblings. Like, I don't want to be around someone 24-7 because I got my own things I'm focused on. We're independent. Yes. But not to the point of fault. To the point of I know exactly what I want in my life. And I'm not going to let anyone else stop me from getting it. But if you want to help me with it, if you want to motivate me, if we motivate each other, that's one thing. But it's not going to be, I can do it myself. Stay away from me. I'm an independent boss lady. (laughs) So, I don't know. I think it's different for everyone. I personally have found a lot more success in being more feminine. Not being this independent person when I'm around a guy. Because when I'm not around the guy, that's what I'm doing. You know? Yeah. But I think that's also what would drive me. That That is what would drive me as a guy. I would be more comfortable and more motivated being masculine than I would be having to deal with a masculine woman or hearing that in my ear. Like, you know what I mean? I feel so bad for all the guys that I like went out with when I was masculine because it was like, let me drive. I'm driving your car. Yeah. And I thought it was even, cute. I think that's probably, I think, like I said before, that's really what all it's doing is it's making them more insecure. <laughs> yeah. And then that comes out yeah. because they start treating you, the insecurities start projecting, right? So if you're making a man insecure by not being kind, by not being feminine, then when he says something about, oh, you're wearing that? He's projecting that insecurity onto you to try to make you feel down the same way he's feeling down. And it's not his, it's not either one's fault. No. It's just that is what. It's the energy that's going on. Yeah. It's like, oh, she made me feel like crap. I'm going to make her feel like crap. Because you said a lot of times earlier too, people are either raised in that environment and they'll come out of it and they don't know, like they just haven't Mm -hmm. experienced that. Sometimes they just, it literally could just be. I trust you. Yeah. Especially me as a guy, especially something like that. Just that little thing. Yeah. And it's little things too. Like if a guy says, oh, like, where do you want to eat? I trust you to pick something good. That's all I say. And they do. I'll be happy with whatever. Where do you want to, like, just some guys need to know it's okay for them to take the lead nowadays, unfortunately. And, I also was thinking about how, you know, there's a lot of men, like you, for example, like you know how to treat women, you know to take the lead. There's a lot of men who are just starting to understand and they need to be shown that it's okay. 
to start that process. What I think they don't hear enough is that that is a learned trait. Mm. You could be born masculine. You could have the highest testosterone levels in the world. You don't have to learn how to treat a woman. You have to learn women. You have to learn that environment. It's true. You're not born. You're not magic. You're not stupid or emasculine because you're sucking with girls. You just gotta learn. You gotta learn the buttons to push. And how are you gonna learn? By going through it. You have to try. You have to experience it. You have to experience yeah. it. We kind of talked about that. I remember we might have talked about that, like I don't know, off air, but like. You don't know, yeah. You know, what's the example we used, right? The kiss, right? The first kiss. Yeah. Should, should you kiss on the first date, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so there's kind of like two outcomes with that. For the, you want to say what no, you're thinking, like for the girl. So I personally don't kiss on the first date, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So if a guy's trying to kiss me, and I don't like him, <laughs> I'll say sorry. I don't kiss on the first date. But if it's a guy I'm actually into and he goes for it, I'm not going to not kiss him. I'm not going to stop him and be like, I don't kiss on the first date. So what you're saying is you kind of know one way or the other. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Like there's kind of only really two outcomes. Yeah. Now what's going on in the guy's head having been there? It's like, I don't know. Should I go in? What if she says no? What if she doesn't like me? It's, or what if she doesn't want to, what if she doesn't give it back, okay? Or what if I look like an idiot? Well, then you're just stuck in this peck on the cheek. <laughs> or the and hug. I'm, 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 I'm not laughing. The hug. Look, I, I mean, listen. Look, we've all been there, okay? It's fine. It's fine. It is fine. But it's, it's not the way. No. Trying to save you. There's a like, better way. Yeah, it's it, me is the guy what I found works a lot better. Now, look, there's two cases. If I don't vibe with the girl and I don't like her, I will deliberately just hug her and leave. Yeah, done. Whatever. Now, <laughs> it, what? Whatever. <laughs> it is. Next, like, it doesn't matter. It's fine. If I like her, just kiss her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because only one of two things can happen. Either you're gonna, she's going to kiss you back and you're going to know it. Or I'm sorry. Okay. Three things could happen. She's going to kiss you back and you're going to know she's, she likes it. Mm-hmm. She's going to kiss you because she feels like she has to. Or she's going to curve Swerve. you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Play each out. If she curves you, you know you're done for. Move on. If she kisses you and she likes it, you're good. You're in. If you're in the middle case, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know that until after the fact. Yeah. But you have to have that kind of balance. You have to go through that a few times to understand what the sign would be that she's not that into it. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? And don't let that scare you in the future. And also, if you're a woman and you're kissing a guy because you feel like you have to, you have a lot of work to do on yourself. Like a ton. Because if you're kissing someone out of pity, where's your confidence? Do you know what you want? You're going to just kiss a random guy that you're not into? So it's not the guy's fault. She could easily say no. Yeah. 
But I don't think there's anything wrong with the guy going in for the kiss either. Guys no. get demonized for like pushing for this or that. I mean, look, it, sex on the first date—that's uh, that, a personal preference. Anybody wants to do that, do it, go for it. But like, or or don't. I I don't really care. But like, you shouldn't feel that you aren't able to do something with consent. Like, it's just if you're able, like, go for it. If you're gonna go for it, just do it. Lean into it. Yeah. Because what's going to happen is you're going to use that experience to further yourself going forward. You have to learn those kind of signs and build on it. Yeah, totally. So let's kiss this episode goodbye. That was very abrupt. That was good. But (laughs) we are going to kiss this episode (laughs) goodbye, the 17th episode of the When Sex Happens podcast. And once again, thank you guys so much. So much for sticking with us through these episodes. It's been absolutely an unreal journey so far. We have smashed our goal Insane. already. I'm so proud of us. I'm so proud of us also. And it, it's just been it's been wild. And this has been super fun sharing our experiences. We're going to keep doing it. We are going to push as far as we can. And we have some pretty interesting things going forward. But if you're not on the Instagram Get on there at when sex happens. If you're not on the TikTok, help us out with the TikTok. The TikTok's been it's been weird. I mean, we got a good following, but the algorithm's been whack. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, follow Grit Fit. Yeah, and you want some motivation and confidence in your body? Follow Grit Fit. G R I T T T Fit on Instagram. The T T T stands for time to transform. I think we're going into the new year, and I'm pretty sure that's kind of the time that people would want to be transforming, right? Almost like we should launch something for those people. Maybe we... You know what? That's a really good idea. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should. Like a challenge or something that we would start promoting tomorrow? And sounds like that would be free. Free? For people to check out on Griffith. I think so, too. Huh. Huh. Hmm. It'd be crazy (laughs) if there were two people that were crazy enough to do that, but you're just going to have to go on and (laughs) find out. And with that, we're going to wrap it up there. Thanks, guys, so much. We appreciate it, and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you.